You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I'm your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. When I work with my private clients and the topic of money and their spouse comes up, a lot of times I find that there is some contention there. There is some there are some arguments that are happening. There are just, yeah, there's just a lot of stress around finances. And when it comes to dealing with money and our significant other, sometimes there can be friction. And so I wanted to talk to you today about arguing with your honey about money. I thought, oh, that's kind of rhymes, kind of cool. And This is an area where I do get a lot of questions on, you know, well, my husband's a spender or my husband or wife is a saver and I'm the opposite. So what do we do? And I wanted to really highlight three different areas for you because I think if you really understand these three points, it might help your relationship when it comes to talking about financial matters and talking about money. Not it might, it will. So the very first reason why you might be arguing with your spouse around money is because you have a different money mindset than your significant other. I'm not talking about thinking about money positively or negatively. I'm talking about your actual hardwired in your brain money mindset. So what, what the heck am I talking about? Right? We are actually by the age of seven, there was a study done in the university of Cambridge that studied a whole bunch of kids and they started studied them throughout their childhood and their adulthood that by the age of seven how we are hardwired to think about money is already set it's already formed so when you get married or if you're in a relationship you had different experiences growing up with money especially I find if you have a different money mindset than your partner and it's not always the case but usually what I find is when there are different different money mindsets, that's where a lot of the friction happens. So if you are somebody that is naturally a spender and your spouse is a saver, well, there's automatically going to be friction there because we think about money differently. Vice versa, if you are the saver and your spouse is a spender and whoever handles the finances, typically there's one person in the relationship that's handling the finances, that can cause a whole bunch of stress. So you have to really uncover what your money mindset is and what your husband or your your partner, your spouse, your wife, what their money mindset is as well. Because understanding that to the core of how they are wired to think about money will greatly help you. And here's what I mean by that. As human beings, our brain is wired to keep us safe, right? And so back in the day when caveman era, If there was a saber-toothed tiger walking across my path, instantly my body would, it would sense danger and it would shoot adrenaline, right? Because it's going to have to tell my legs, you need to run. You got to run like hell away from this. Well, obviously we've evolved since then where there's no longer 
tigers crossing our paths. But there are things that happen in our life that our brain doesn't know the difference between a tiger and just not feeling safe. And our brains are wired to keep us safe. So if you are spending money when your spouse is feeling unsafe around that spending, then their brain is going to go to unconsciously, subconsciously, it's going to go to, oh my gosh, I don't feel safe. I don't like this. Retreat, retreat, retreat. And it's going to cause that sense of friction because they're going to question, why are you spending that money? And it's going to come out in a, in a very different way. So understanding your money mindset, how you grew up around money, even just have that conversation with your spouse, you know, are they naturally, and some of you might already know this, if you're naturally a spender or your spouse is naturally a saver or vice versa, and, and try to look at it from their perspective. Their brain is just trying to keep them safe and they are not feeling safe in that moment. If you are the one that's saving money or spending money and you might think, well, I'm saving money. I'm the saver though. So my spouse shouldn't have an issue with that. But if they're not able to spend money in the way that they want to, that also can bring up um, some different feelings for them. So it is truly, truly important to uncover that. This is something that I walk my private clients through is there's seven different money mindsets. We do a quiz, we figure it out. And it's very eye-opening for a lot of people to uncover, wow, I had no idea. I had no idea that that's how I even thought about money, but this makes a lot of sense. So it's figuring out what that money mindset is and just, you know, obviously if you're not a client of mine, you're not going through that process. What you could really do is just have that conversation. And if you haven't already, how did you grow up around money? Would you rather save? Would you rather spend? When I do this, how does that make you feel? Just opening up that communication is really, really going to help. Okay, so that's number one. The second reason why you might be arguing with your spouse about money is you haven't defined your family's financial goals. And I know this is super annoying for those of you that have followed me for a while because I keep coming back to that. But it's so important that you guys are on the same page when it comes to your finances. What is it that you want in life? This is a perfect example. I had a client who was working like crazy because she wanted to work as many overtime hours as she could get because she wanted to really enjoy the summers with her children. But she didn't communicate that with her spouse. So now all of a sudden, her spouse is feeling like all you ever do is work and we never see each other. Whereas she didn't communicate, well, yeah, I'm doing this because I want to build up this cash flow. So in the summertime, I can only work part-time if I want to. I can take Fridays off. I can do whatever the case may be. But because they didn't have the the true conversation and, you know, especially women, unfortunately, many of us are guilty of this, just assuming that our spouse is going to know what we're thinking. It's really defining that goal and goals change, right? I would have said prior to the pandemic, my husband and I were definitely on the same page. We were really trying to figure out how we could own a vacation property in Mexico. That was a real goal of ours. And now that has completely changed. It's still a goal, but it's not the top, top priority anymore. First of all, we can't travel. But second of all, you know, we just have very different goals now that we want to achieve. But if we're not having that conversation and one of you has changed and the other one hasn't, you can see why this might be creating some friction. I can remember talking with my husband about saving for, you know, this vacation property and, and why we were putting extra money in. And then all of a sudden an Amazon package would arrive at our door and he would 
he would think, well, what the heck is going on here? I thought we weren't spending any extra money. I thought we were saving towards this goal, right? And so it was kind of a gut check. We need to go back and we need to, you know, I, first of all, I need to be telling you what I'm ordering on Amazon. So you're not feeling like I'm spending out of control because in our relationship, I'm the spender. <laughs> so we actually both are spenders, but I'm more of a, I'm definitely more of a spender than my husband is. But those Amazon packages were all things that we needed. It was our shipment of diapers or baby wipes or something like that. But he doesn't know that. He's just seeing these packages arrive and he's asking me what's in these boxes. And I'm like, I can't remember, which is a problem. Um, but it's my monthly shipment of diapers or it's my monthly shipment of wipes or something like that. So it's all justifiable expenses, but we needed to be on the same page and make sure that no, our goals haven't changed. I'm not spending out of control. This is what these packages are. And again, it's communication. It always comes down to communication. But I think really defining your goals as a family, what do you want? Do you want to retire early? Do you want to have summers off? Do you want to have a vacation property? Do you want to rent a cottage for a week in the summer? Do you need a new vehicle, right? Is that a priority for you? Maybe that's not a priority for your spouse. But if you're the one that is wanting to save for that and your spouse doesn't even know or isn't aware of that there needs to be a conversation I have a client of mine who her daughter is in very competitive gymnastics and it is quite expensive relatively speaking again it's not my from my perspective it's a lot of money but from her perspective her daughter this brings her joy this is a very important expenditure for them, which is fine, which is great, right? That's why we're all different. And that's why most budgets don't work because it's too cookie cutter. It's too designed for everybody. Whereas she needs to spend $850 a month, which was the cost of her daughter's gymnastics. Who am I to judge? But if her and her spouse are not on the same page or if her spouse doesn't even know how much that costs, because that happens too, then there's a real issue. Okay, so it's really defining our family's financial goals and being on the same page and revisiting it regularly so that you stay on the same page, that goals haven't changed or pivoted. So that's number two. The third one is really around making sure that your purchasing decisions are in alignment with those families' financial goals. So again, if I am out buying things willy-nilly on Amazon and I'm not keeping our family's financial goals in the forefront of my mind before I'm making those decisions that, and my husband is, or my partner is, then we've got a problem. So it's really making sure that our purchasing decisions are in alignment with our family's financial goals. Okay. So that's number three, which I kind of talked about before, but number four is, and this is the big one is communication. A lot of you guys are not talking about money. You're not talking about it. You're not talking about it. You're not talking about it. And it can be because money is very emotional for a lot of us. Money brings up a lot of different feelings from our childhood, from our adulthood, from past mistakes, especially if you've had a partner who has run up the credit card, or maybe you're that spouse that run, ran up the credit card and you weren't as transparent with your spouse around that. Some of you have businesses where you are really intertwining your personal finances with your business finances and you're not keeping it separate. And 
it's creating some friction because your partner isn't aware of what is happening with the spending. And we're justifying expenses on the business side of things that are really personal in nature. So there's there's the blurry lines of, of a business owner, especially a small business owner. I think that happens a lot. And just being transparent and open about money, confessing your money sins, I guess we'll call it. And just really having that open dialogue because money is very, very, very emotional. And if we are not talking about it, those emotions, we're just suppressing, we're suppressing, we're suppressing when really all we want to do is say, I'm stressed. You know, I'm feeling this way about money. I'm feeling this around our spending or our lack of spending. I really wish we could just go on a date night, but you don't want to spend any money. So there are so many layers to uncover here, but transparency with communication is really key. And then the last thing that I will say about this is many couples that I see that are arguing about their finances, it comes down to the fact that their cash flow is crappy, right? There isn't enough money to fund their lifestyle. And because of that financial stress, it is pouring out in other areas. And even though it might not be a money argument per se, so you're not actually arguing about money, you are arguing about something so stupid, right? Taking out the trash, I don't know, anything. Like dumb stuff. We've all had those dumb arguments and we're like, what really? Like what was the, what was the reason for that argument? Doesn't even make sense. How did we get here? And a lot of times I find we get there because there is some financial stress going on and we're not either talking about it, we're not open about it, we don't know how to fix it, we don't know how to change it, we don't know how to get out of debt, we don't know how to rewrite our story when it comes to money and because of all of that, that stress is just bubbling up and it's boiling up and boiling up until it just overflows in other areas of our relationships. So I will tell you this, when you fix your cash flow, right? When you are able to fund those dreams, when you are able to put money aside and pay for things in cash because it's just there, whether it's cash or not, cash is really just a metaphor because most of us don't use cash anymore. But if you have that money saved in an account, so when you swipe your card, you know the money's there already, how freeing, how powerful that that is for a relationship and I see it time and time again. When I am able to fix someone's cash flow, it improves their relationships. So if your cash flow is shitty right now, I feel like you might have a cash flow problem. And if that's the case, what are you doing about that? I have tons of resources for you in my group, Fix Your Finances. This is a private Facebook group for women. There's so many resources in there reach out to me. I would love to help you increase your cash flow. I'm doing 15 minute free financial consultations. If you have a question, if you're not sure where to turn, there are resources out there, but doing nothing is not going to help or doing the same thing, rewriting a new budget, right? This time is going to be different when the past five years, nothing has changed. We really have to take a hard look at it and say, is fixing my financial stress a priority and if the answer to that is yes reach out I'd love to help you do that 
would love to hear what you think about this episode. If you are somebody that is arguing with your spouse around money, what has helped, I'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this, throw it on your Instagram stories, tag me at Heidi Rumore. I'd love a review as well. Let me know how I can help and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye.